0: What's up guys, welcome to Alpha Cast. This is Ashton speaking It's my very first podcast, so bear with me, it might be ugly Actually I guarantee it's going to be ugly Because that's just how things are The first time you do shit, it's, it's going to suck It's supposed to That's why you just continue to get better when you do it um, So I'm going to open this podcast with a story And this is just going to tell you a little bit about me, and kind of how I think, because it's not traditional compared to most people, and uh, for a long time it's been really frustrating living the way I have, because I just don't see things the way most do, and um, yeah, so anyways, I'll, I'll tell you this story, because it's going to simplify and kind of put things into perspective, the way I think the way I am. So, and first off, like this podcast is not going to be for everyone. It's probably going to be for a very select few, like 1% of people, you know, and those 1% of people will enjoy it. The other 99 will not enjoy it. So, <laughs> um have a listen and then you decide if you like it. Great. If you don't, great. Um I I've lived too long of my life Worrying about what people think and trying to cater to certain individuals when um, it removes the authenticity which I believe is the most important thing in life. It's being authentic, being you. Okay, so a week ago actually, uh, exactly a week ago, Sunday, Sunday night, um, I was at, uh, I'm a bartender, so so, I won't get into that, so I, I was getting, (laughs) I had a few drinks at, uh, where I work, um, basically, of course, this always fucking happens, too, I went there for a beer, a beer or two, and, uh, to watch the basketball game, Celtics game, and, uh, fast forward, next thing you know, I'm seven beer deep, and, uh, shots, and I'm just a disaster, but having a good time, (laughs) and then, Uh, so it was like eleven thirty now, which is still really early, but I I did the responsible thing. I got a ride home, a friend picked me up, I left my car downtown, Kelowna, and just on the street, locked up, never had any issues before. So why would today be anything different? And then um so I got a ride to my car in the morning pretty early, like seven AM and I think I I fell asleep right when I got home, but I only slept a few hours, so I I got a ride in my car at 7 and still pretty drunk I'll be honest but I had to get my car home and I got there no ticket no nothing I was stoked but I'm so I'm driving home and I got like my little door light on I'm just like what the fuck and I didn't think too much of it and I pull into my driveway and then I I go to grab my shit out of my back seat and uh like my work shit and my gym shit because I'm gonna do laundry and I look and my my work shit's out of my bag and on my seat which is weird, because I left it in my bag, and my bag's gone, and I'm still kind of out of it, but, uh, I was like, what the fuck, like, I took my shit out of my bag, left it in my, the backs of my car, and took my bag inside, like, I don't know, and so I, I, didn't think that was right, so I came inside, I looked, I was like, no, my bag's not here, and then I was like, oh shit, like, my doors are, both, two of my doors are unlocked, and there's no way I left them unlocked, so, I was like, my car got broken into, and at first, I'm like, oh, they just stole my shitty gym bag. It's old. Like, <laughs> it's a shitty good life bag. I'm trying to get rid of it. I wanted to buy a new one, so I was kind of happy. I was like, yeah, this is a reason to get a new one. But uh, turns out they, turned, they they stole a little bit more than just my gym bag. They had my, my gym shoes, which are nice Under Armour shoes. They're only 60 bucks at Winners, but they're new and they're comfy, and I like them, and they're fucking mine. So uh, my shoes went missing with my gym bag, and then I quickly realized my longboard was gone too, and... I hardly even ride my longboard, but it was in the backseat of my car, and, um, yeah, so, I just, I realized that some, some of my shit had been stolen by some dirty bums downtown, so, me being me, and, so now it's about, uh, 7, th- it's about 8 a.m., and I didn't even think, I was just like, I'm going back downtown, I'm getting my shit, so, um, I, <laughs> this is bad, but, like, I, I have a, I have a knife, but, I uh, it never ended up leaving my car, like, let's just, just be straight up, it never ended up leaving my car, but I did bring it, because I was on a mission, I was like, I'll fucking stab a bum in the face, like, I don't care, this is my shit, I'm taking it, and so I'm, you know, I'm driving downtown, I, I texted a couple friends, and, um, just kind of be like, hey, guess what happened, kind of thing, and I, I told them, like, I'm going to get my shit back, and I never once said, I'm gonna try to get my shit back, or hopefully I'll get my shit back. I said, I'm going to get my shit back. Period. Like it's it's not an option. And so I went downtown, like eight (laughs) AM. Um walked down Leon Street, which is like Hood Avenue, man, just fucking homeless bums and they're all out in a boat. And within twenty minutes I found my longboard. It was under some hooker's makeup, which her name's Landy. I fuck I met a lot of people that day. (laughs) But um so I just Yank my longboard. I'm like, this is fucking mine. She's like, ah, oh, she freaks out. And then I'm um, like, my car was broken into. This was stolen, which you probably know. But she gave me this bullshit story. I don't know. She she said that she traded a guy. And then later on in the day, she told me she found it. I don't know. But I was like, either way, this is mine. So I took it back, put it in my car. And I was like, OK, that was easy. Like, it's 20 minutes in, I already got my longboard back. And then I was like, now... Now just my gym bag with my shoes. Um, so I I basically walked up and down the street, drove up and down the street between the park and then um, just this, like, f- I don't know, three or four block radius of uh, downtown. And I, I talked to a bunch of people. Like, I waited outside the shelter for two hours. Um, just trying everything I could. But I, I realized that homeless people are really fucking shady i mean (laughs) most people feel bad for them um and i kind of did before too to a a certain small extent but honestly don't like these people are fucking scum and uh, uh take that how you may like it doesn't really bother me if you think i'm a prick but like these are shitbag people they're they're just thieves and they lie and even when they're not on drugs like they're, they're not people like you and I. They don't give a fuck. Like, they don't have rules. They don't have. They'll, they'll do anything. Like, bikes. Bikes are the hot commodity down, downtown. And I've seen so many bikes, stolen bikes, try to be traded for. I, I learned what this was too. A, a point of meth, <laughs> which is like 10, 20 bucks. And they're trying to trade these stolen bikes that are worth hundreds of dollars. You know, that some some kid probably worked really hard for, and then just gets fucking stolen and try to offload it for. A, a small amount of shit drugs and it's like it's just disgust me but so i basically was on the street for between 8 a.m and 2 so what is that six hours and uh learned the life of a bum and um learned their schedules and just learned how things operated and met a lot of fucking people unfortunately now they all know me down there and uh long story short i mean maybe that's still a long story i don't know but I ended up finding my bag. I was walking. I didn't. I didn't give it up. I had never fucking given up. But I, I had to work in a couple hours and I, and I just I had to get shit done. And I was like, okay, well, um, I know a lot. Plus, um, my shoes are very distinct. Like I would know if I seen them. So I'm just watching everyone's feet. I'm looking for my red bag. You know, it's it's not. It's it's easy to see. So, but I was walking towards my car at the park and. Um, I looked at and so basically the bums like um, I learned how they, they, they function so they you're not allowed to like just be fucking homeless and hang out in the same spot so what happens is the RC's on their bikes come who I also talked to but they come and they, they talk to the bombs they say hey you can't be here you gotta move so it basically just like cycles them through downtown so you'll like you just kind of go with the flow and then so what happens is like the park was empty but the street was full, and then the RCs push all the bums from the street back into the park for their fucking afternoon nap, I guess. And <laughs> so I'm walking through the park, and there's all a whole new set of bums. I'm like, okay. I'm looking around, and I just see at the end of the park, I see a, a red bag on the ground. I'm like, okay, like, let's just take a walk, you know? like. So I went for a walk. I get closer. I'm sure as shit, it's a good life bag. And I just walk over, and I open up the bag. There's four dude's standing around it or beside it i guess and i just open up the bag there's my shoes i'm like this is fucking mine and the guy's like oh uh i i paid 20 bucks for that i heard that a guy was willing to pay 50 blah blah blah. i'm like yeah motherfucker that was mine. me i offered to pay 50 bucks and it's i was you know i wasn't serious but as soon as i you know it got out on the street that this bag was worth money now you know apparently like Everyone knows where it is now, and it's so fucked up. Like, so the bums like they don't have they don't have cell phones or anything, but somehow they all communicate. And I, I don't know. It's a whole different world down there that you can't even imagine until you do it. But uh so that just shows like so. I ended up getting my shit back, and um so I, I texted my mom. I texted my couple friends. Like, yeah, I got my shit back, and they're like, what? No, how? That's impossible. Like, how'd you know where to find it? Blah blah blah. You know, and I. I didn't, I just, like, I had full faith, and I was determined, like, and that's just, that's just an example of the type of person I am, and when I have, when I have an idea, when I have a a thought, or a situation, and I'm just determined, it's like, there's nothing stopping me, and, you know, and I'm not religious, and this is not going to be about religion or anything, but, like, you know, lately, my faith and i don't know what you want to call it like god if you may i don't know like i don't really think to call it like god but i don't know like just a a higher power something like some some thing you know that has my best intentions you know and is in a way rooting for me and it's like as long as that's there with my drive my work ethic you know i know i can achieve anything and it's it's like it's you know like what was my hmm what was my odds of getting my shit back that day? Probably very small, but, you know, I've, I've told myself, like, no matter the odds, I like them. If they're against me, great. It's It doesn't mean it's not possible. Like, it just makes it that much more worth it. And that, was, it's just, it was funny because I got my shit back and everyone in my life was surprised. But I wasn't. I was like, no, like, I went to get my shit back. And I did it, like, the, done, like, it's not, you know, it kind of put a fucking damper on my day, it took my whole day, fuckers, but, I mean, it is what it is, like, I had to do what I, I had to get my shit back, I got my shit back, so, uh, anyways, that's just kind of a story to maybe help you understand kind of the person I am, so, the goal with this podcast, and the reasons why I'm doing it, is, it's giving me the opportunity to be honest, and authentic, and finally speak my mind because I have so many thoughts and just my mind is always going and I can't shut it off so this is my way to express myself and get it out there because I feel like if I'm not speaking up I'm doing not only me but you guys a disservice right it's it's you know people think like what if I do all this and it doesn't work or what what if I do this and I and, and then this and I'm like, what if I don't? Like what if I don't what if I bottle all this shit up and then I'm eighty years old on my deathbed, and I'm like, fuck, I should have I should have spoken up. Like I I have this desire and this fire inside me to just help people in the ways that I can, the ways that I enjoy and the ways I'm good at. So that's exactly what I'm gonna do and uh, because I'm not just an average vanilla person it turns out and i mean i've i've been like this for a long time and i even in high school i was just different i i didn't do the things that everyone else did i just didn't vibe with most people and um i used to fight it i used to lie to myself and be like yeah i'm just like them you know go go party go have fun go do this but i just didn't enjoy it and i didn't you know the way people think is not the way i think generally and oh fuck i just lost my phone. Um, Hang on a sec. Bear with me, guys. But, um, yeah, so, I like, I'm just different, and I, I it's time that I voice myself, and I, I have thought about this podcast for a while and put it off, and uh, it's really been eating at me because, like, it's just, it, I know deep down it's something I have to do, and this is the start of something huge and so worth it. And, you know, it seems like work at first, and uh, sure, it is work. Everything's work, but it's just, it's an obligation it's my noble obligation to just do what i have to do help the people i can help and then i can actually be truly happy and fulfilled with my life because up until now i just i haven't been in i mean the true like true happiness and i i believe is is i don't know pursuing uh your complete fulfillment in life. And what that means is like, whatever you whatever you need to do to feel whole, to be accomplished, you have to continue to do that. And it's not so much a goal, like a, like an end point or, you know, a finish line. It's like, it's, it's the, the pursuit itself, the drive itself, the journey itself, and doing everything you can and everything you should, uh, if that makes sense. Like, for me, if I don't do what I, honest to God, deep down, feel like I'm capable of and I know I'm capable of, and I, it's for me, if I don't do it, it's the most horrific, like, thing for me. Like, I just, I can't, I can't live like that. Like, I can't live simple. I can't live knowing what i know and not tell people not voice myself like it's it's going to kill me it's like this constant like there's this fire in me and i just i have to unleash it because it's just growing you know and it which is a good thing and i mean that's another that'll be another podcast i'll, I'll bring up later but you know it causes other issues like when people don't fulfill themselves and do what they're supposed to do you know it's it's horrible. Be Like, you can't... And don't get me wrong. Like, there's people... And I, I, I envy these people. and People that can just, like, work an 8-to-5 job, let's say. You know, a job they fucking hate, generally. But they they hate. And then they come home. They hang out with their kids and their wife. And, you know, they watch TV for a few hours. They go to bed. They do it all again the next day. You know, just the average fucking people. You know, and if you can actually be truly happy doing that and just live on autopilot and just kind of be basic like that but be happy you know that is great like all I want is for me and everyone to be happy there's no there's nothing more important but for me that doesn't make me happy I have to risk I have to struggle I have to grow I have to be uncomfortable I have to take on huge fucking challenges I have to always be learning and you know it's, it's stressful but it's like it's, it's, I need that, I need that competition with myself, I need to, I need to push myself, or else I'll be very depressed and miserable the rest of my life, right, and, you know, statistically, that's probably another fucking 65, 70 years, so it's not, you know, that's, that's not a risk I want to take, right, I don't want to risk being happy by being basic, so, Anyways, um, so again with this podcast, it's the, it's an opportunity for me to connect with like-minded people, you know, that that 1% that I crave, right, that just, they're not around, right, like, I have, you know, I have lots of friends, but they're just like, they're just friends, they're just, they're just people, like, I can't connect with them the way that I need to, and it's not, um it's just how it is, right, like, I'm a, I'm a rare breed, and I, I need to connect with those like-minded people, so this is a way to, on a global scale, speak out and reach people, and have them contact me and be like, holy shit, man, like, I've been so lost, blah, 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 but your words really resonate with me, you know, I, I'm on the same page as you, blah, 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 you know, like, that, to me, is just eye-opening, and that would be so great, and that is the goal. And so this podcast it's going to consist of uh, basically the fundamentals of living in my opinion. Um, the the title of this podcast is Alpha Cast as long as that works. I don't know if it's taken. I don't give a fuck. I'm probably just going to do it anyways. But, you know, being alpha and I'll touch on that later about what that truly means, but you know, and just living a fulfilling life in today's society and understanding the general picture i feel like most people are trapped in a fucking box and they just they can't they can't think for themselves they don't they don't have control over their decisions and their thoughts and for me i just want to speak up and give them just kind of another outlook on things right like i'm not some like i'm not anyone special in a sense like i'm just gonna speak up and you can listen and you decide for yourself what you think like maybe i'm full of shit maybe i'm nuts i am crazy i i fully admit like the <laughs> i am crazy and i i remember for years people would be like man you're crazy and i i take it as an insult you know and then i'd be like fuck you i'm not crazy and then I've, I've been thinking i, I am crazy <laughs> and the worst thing you could do the worst insult you could give me is calling me average because i just i don't want to be that and i'm I'm not that even even if i did want to be i can't i'm just not wired that way it's it's something that i'm just learning to deal with and um, it, it's a good thing overall it's just the process of utilizing my mind properly and just being true to myself more or less so the topics i'm going to talk about in this podcast again this is not for everybody it's it's gonna be offensive and oh my god i can't believe you said that and it's it's gonna it's gonna make you cringe at times it's gonna make you laugh it's gonna it's gonna make you think and that is the goal i want you to think i want you to question things because we're spoon-fed as a society, so much fucking horse shit day to day, and it's having, in my opinion, such negative effects on the people, and just the people that I I come into contact day to day, and just, I just shake my head, because I'm like, there's so much misinformation out there, people being misled, people being taken advantage of, and manipulated, and, you know, it's just like, most people are just like scared dogs and they don't know how to function properly. They don't know, um, real world truth. Like, and I'm not putting anyone down. I'm not saying I'm, I'm better. I'm saying, uh, the, the government and social media and other things in life have really dictated the way the world goes around. And I don't want people to be you know if people that have the ability to think for themselves you know and will listen to me if i can help them think full full spectrum and just be like you know holy shit that actually makes sense like i've been thinking wrong my entire life but like that what you just said makes sense and you know and it just changes the way they see things for the better you know that is what i want I'm not going to tell you shit that makes you feel good. I'm not going to, you know, boost people's egos. I'm not, like, this isn't a happy, good, feel-good podcast with, you know, motivation and this and that. This is, like, the absolute truth, the offensive, harsh fucking truth. And at the end of the day, it's me being me, being authentic and uh, not holding back. I'm not going to fucking censor myself anymore. I can't. Like, I... I literally, if I don't speak up and be true to myself and go after everything I want, I would rather put a bullet in my head. And that's the God honest truth. Like, um, if, if I have to be like everybody else per se, I, it's, I won't do it. And I, I remember, and you know, I'll tell you a little bit more about like growing up in my backstory for later, but you know, I was, I was a plumber before. And knowing what I know now, if you told me like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta plumb every day of the rest of your life, I would fucking hang myself. No questions asked. And it's just like, cause I can't live like that. Like I won't, I won't be someone I don't want to be and do shit I don't want to do in that sense, do shit I don't have to do. Like, like you set, you create your own, your own path in life. There's no there's no rules there's no directions you do you and the problem is we are we let our parents our fucking bullshit teachers um our friends our neighbors everyone else kind of decide our path they just kind of mold us and they kind of they kind of hold us by the shoulders and they steer us kind of where they want to go like um, oh, my, my dad was a lawyer, so I'm gonna be a lawyer, it's like, that's the fucking dumbest thing I heard, like, like, you're not your dad, you don't have to be your dad, you don't have to be anyone, you gotta be you, and it's scary, and it's, I get it, like, it's easier to just follow than lead, it's easier to just, you know, do what people, you know, what society deems as correct, like, I tell people at 18, 19, I tell people, hey, I'm gonna start a business. They're like, oh, that that's risky. Don't you know? I I wouldn't do that. Blah, blah blah. But if I'm like, hey, I'm gonna get a fucking English liberal arts degree. The you know, I get patted on the back. Like parents love that shit. And like, honestly, if my son or daughter is ever like, yeah, like I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get an English degree, I'm gonna slap them across the fucking face. Like that is just <laughs> to me that like I I don't even. I don't know, I'm dumbfounded, like, I can't, I can't even process that, I can't comprehend that, um, because it just, it doesn't make sense to me, uh, I think people need to understand fully, like, what they want in life, what they're capable of, and, um, understand that it's their life at the end of the day, like, they, you choose what, how you feel, you choose to be happy, you choose to be accomplished, and i think generally people lie to themselves and they're like well you know like i'm i'm gonna go to school you know and i'm i'm ragging on university and that's a whole nother podcast but you know that's a big thing and i see like that's just because like you know i and it's funny because i'm i'm 23 now and i see all my my friends they're all graduated now from university with their degrees, and. It's so sad cuz I called this 4 or 5 years ago but they they they're all getting laid off or they haven't even found jobs in their industries and if they do they make 40 grand a year and they have 60k in debt and they're like this is fucked. I don't even enjoy this. You know, if they if they are working they're not even using their degree that they, you know, so called needed and I'm just like it makes me it makes me mad and it makes me sad because I have to see this and I have to see good people with good intentions get fucked over because people like universities or people like their parents told them what to do and they listen because they trust their parents because that's all they know, right? And you should listen to your, like, like your parents have useful information, they do, um they're like my mom for example is my why my everything i love my mom to death i would do anything for her with zero hesitation but at the same time i understand now like my mom is only qualified if you must in in certain areas like my mom i would ask my mom for um certain advice like i would ask my mom um hey mom like you know, maybe, like, this is just an example, like, but maybe, like, relationship issues or something, I would ask my mom, I don't know, like, hey, I got this fucking girl in my life, and she's ruining it, mom, what do I do, maybe that, I would ask my mom, but, like, financial advice, no fucking way would I ask my mom, like, she's horrific with finances, and, like, that's just how it is, and that's, that's her, and this is me, right, so, like, I don't, you know, I would take, I would take golf lessons from tiger woods but i wouldn't take them from my mom right and you'd be like well duh like he's the best fucking golfer of course you take lessons from him." it's like but that's the truth right that but that's how everything is and you don't you don't realize that because you just generally listen to people and everyone has a fucking opinion which me too absolutely you don't have to listen to me what i'm saying is just think for yourself just hear me out and think for myself think for yourself and, and apply it to your life where you see and i just i don't want people to be misled by people they f- shouldn't trust you know and your parents for example like they love you they they do have your best interests in mind but at the same time they don't understand that it's your life and what they feel is right for, you know, it, in their eyes, it could be wrong for you. And they don't, they don't understand the way you think. Like, for example, uh, my mom, you know, she, she told me, uh, like when I, when I quit plumbing, she was upset with me. Right. Because I was making, you know, I owned a house at 19, I was making 60 grand a year who life was great. I threw it all away, right? And she thought that was the worst thing I could have ever done. But at the same time, that was the best thing I could have ever done because her not knowing, I would have fucking killed myself if I was still in that position, right? So my mom wants me to be able to feed myself, obviously, and not kill myself. But the reality is, is that's what would have happened. And but parents, they don't understand. They don't see it. I know parents that live vicariously through their kids. They're like, well, I make... I make 20 bucks an hour, you know, 40 grand a year, I hate my life, I never went to university, so I'm gonna tell my kids to go to university, because that's the difference between me and them, you know, being happy, and it's, that's not fucking true at all, and I just, like, my kids, if I have kids, that's another, that's another podcast, don't worry guys, I fucking wrote all these down, they're, they're gonna be gold, but, uh, if I have kids, like, I just, if, if my son at 16 is, like, dad, I wanna join the fucking circus. That's all I wanna do? Man, I will support him one hundred and ten percent. Like, you know, and I'll I'll help him in any way. I'll kick him in the ass in the right direction. I'll be like, go for it. Like you know, and if he if he joins the circus and six months later he's like, God, I hate that shit. Like, that's not what I wanna that's not what I wanna do at all. Uh you know, I'll be so happy for him because I'll be like, Great, like you you took the opportunity, like you you took the chance, you thought it was something you wanted and you did it like that is you know that is what I want for my kids that's what I want for everyone like I don't you know I don't want my kids to be a fucking doctor because they make a lot of money like hey that's a fucking joke doctors do not make a lot of money I mean money is subjective and I get that like you're a lot of money and my lot of money is totally different but I at the end of the day it's like I just want my kids to chase their dreams whatever they are like It is not... I am not fucking entitled to create their lives for them. They create their lives. I give them the gift of life, the opportunity of life, and they choose what they want to do. My job as a parent is to educate them in the sense and give them uh, support and maybe ideas. Ideas, not influenced, not persuaded, but ideas so that they can decide... For themselves it's kind of like when you're young and you know your parents your teachers are like don't do drugs kids you know but it's like it's your choice whether or not you do drugs so as a parent i would educate my kids and say like these this is probably reasons why you don't want to do drugs these are the the side effects and the consequences you know plain and simple and you decide if you want to do it great if you don't great it's your fucking choice and you need to own that but that's just again i don't know i'm kind of (laughs) it bugs me it bugs me so fucking much you know because and your parents will highly influence you and they have your best interests in mind but there's also other factors in life that people organizations that will influence you and they do not have your fucking best interest in mind whatsoever right for example and then this will be another podcast i'm sure you've heard like credit is key i'm sure you've heard that who told you that your parents probably banks probably because they fucking sell credit that is the worst thing you could do but i'll get into that later it's just you know it's it's people selling you shit that you don't need you don't want but it's in their best interest to sell it to you whether it's thoughts ideas products anything and that's also why you're misled on you're, you're misled because people don't have your best interest in mind but you know i do like i have i just want to give people some some true words of wisdom you know just i get it i'm still i'm, I'm young you know I'm, I'm a nobody but i just i know that i can help if you let me if you open your mind and you just listen um you know I, I mean if, if i can't help you i can't help you but for me it's my obligation to try and if i don't well that's on me and that's something i'm not ready to live with so there um I'll tell you a little bit about my story and who I am now after I just went off on you for a bit. So my name is Ashton Volman. Uh, I'm 23. I live in Kelowna now, Kelowna, B.C. Um, and I've, I've been an entrepreneur for a few years. I trade money. I trade currencies and commodities. And my... My goal, I don't really like that fucking word. My, hmm. I'm determined to build a financial company because that's what I scholar and that's what I enjoy is finances, money management, um, trading. Trading is a huge part of it too. Like, I love trading. And, but my overall goal, I guess, if you can call it that, is to build a financial company that helps people first off gives them correct information that will benefit them not me but them first and foremost so educate them properly because the fact is that most of this society this general public the people that I'm surrounded by and I see day-to-day Are financially fucking illiterate. And I don't blame that on them. I blame that on where they're getting their information. Where they've got it for the last 20 years. 30 years. And I'm taking the opportunity to set that straight. And help the people that I can. And correct that. Correct all the damage. You know initially we've done to ourselves over the years. Because it's it's just sickening that people have no concept of uh true true financial education and that's kind of that's my thing and that's where i can help people i think it's super important i think first off okay money money makes the world go round i fucking love money money is not evil it is neutral you decide what you want to do with it and we all need to make more money and i don't i don't care how much you make i don't care how little you make you need to make more and i'm going to introduce ways that you can make more money i'm going to invest your money so that you can make more money and i'm in it for the long game this isn't a quick quick make a buck and get out this is me building a a global organization a foundation of just wealth and success and people that are understanding and have control of their money but so uh i my mom like i said i touched on earlier my mom is my why um she has sacrificed everything for me and i would do the same for her no matter what and um again like Money is such a, a big thing for me because I have to retire my mom she won't do it herself she can't uh, she's not <laughs> she's not in a position to ever retire to be honest and sadly that's most people and because they're not thinking long term they uh, again people are, are fucking misled they the average person thinks that you just turn 65 and you can retire like oh I can't wait to retire and I'm like okay well you don't you don't have any money oh, yeah, but, like, when I'm 65, I will, well, yeah, like, it just fucking magically appears, I, you know, okay, like, <laughs> you need to have a plan, and you need the proper, the proper initiatives in place, like, you, you have to set yourself up for success, and I want to help the younger generation get a concept of that, and even the older generation, like, I mean, everyone, uh, it seems, you know, including me, I learn every day, but, the majority of people, they need help, they need real financial advice, and I, and, and tools to help them create more wealth for themselves, and we have a problem, you know, and I, we got, we got financial advisors, ooh, you know, accredited financial advisors that make 40 grand a year, telling you that makes 40 grand a year, that you need to save more money, and I fuck me if if you ever have a financial advisor that tells you you need to save more money and you make 40 grand a year tell him to fucking call me because i will set him straight i can't handle that that is so dishonest and so i i mean maybe maybe they truly believe that like and like saving money is good dude do not get me wrong but you can't save anything from nothing 40 grand a year is fuck all 100 grand a year is fuck all like, people think six figures is so much money, no, not in, not in today's society, 30, 40 years ago, sure, you know, but six figures is now seven, like, a 100 grand a year living, what people think is a 100 grand a year living, the average person that makes 40 grand a year, thinks a 100 grand a year living is, is a million dollars a year, I hate to say it, and, oh, I, oh, I just said a million, I know, that's gonna make you uncomfortable, like, oh, fuck, that's impossible, I can never make that kind of money, the truth is, you can, and, you know, with, with my guidance, you know, and if you, if you get on the same page as me, my, my thinking, you know, you'll, you'll make the money. It's, it's not if it's when, but so that's why I, you know, and for me personally, my goals, um, I'm not super materialistic. I just want money because it creates opportunity. It creates freedom. It creates, you know, like you'll never having too much money is not a problem ever um it's quite the opposite like everyone has money problems i mean even i guess even warren buffett has money problems like the third richest guy in the world he's got too much money He doesn't know where to put it now what i mean i don't know if you can call that a money problem i don't i i wouldn't but uh so going back my mom is my why i have to make a lot of money i got to take care of her. it's the first thing first and foremost take care of my mom I personally think that if you're listening. You should do the fucking same. If if you're well off. Or even if you're not. Your goal should be to take care of your parents. Because they took care of you. And I feel like that's the right thing to do. Um, I think it's kind of fucked up. That if you're. If you're wealthy. Or even if you're just good. Let's say. You know, money's not a problem for you. But your parents are still working. They're struggling at all. That. Is you gotta give your head a shake. Like you need to, you know, you don't need to buy your new three series beamer if your your mom or your dad or your parents or your siblings or anyone is struggling to keep the lights on, you know, like and trust me, I am not a fucking like uh hippie green, like love everybody kind of person. Give away all your money, fuck no, I'm not Mother Teresa. I do like, I believe you make a lot of money period. You decide what you want to do with your money period and taking care of others, not everyone, but certain people in your life that are important to you that have had a positive impact. Yes. Take care of them. No, like just do it. Like don't even, um, you know, and there was times when I was younger that I gave my mom money, like literally to keep the lights on and I would do it again. And, uh, you know i did it then oh fuck that's probably 15 years ago and um you know i did it without hesitation she's like ash you know because i i had a little bit of cash because i saved my money right you just you take in bottles and you do odd jobs and stuff you know and you just save you know cash i guess and uh then, you know, my, my mom needed money and I had a little bit of cash. So I was, here, mom, here's 50 bucks. Here's 100 bucks. Yeah, like, you know, get her done, right? Like, of course. Why would I not give her money, right? So that's the mentality you need to adopt and take care of those that take care of you. Um, the world is round and what comes around goes around. And I just truly believe take care of your parents. But so my mom, my mom had me at 18. And. Uh, that's, that's kind of, that was, (laughs) I don't know if it's okay nowadays, but it definitely wasn't, I don't think it's okay nowadays, but it definitely was not okay back then. Um, 20, 23 years ago, I guess. And, um, she, I actually graduated with her, go figure. Um, but to me like that, I, I think about like when I was 18 and, even like now and even probably five, ten years from now, you know, caring for a child is just unbelievably challenging and there's no real books on it. Like a parent, you know, and that's the thing with life is that the really important things in the big picture, there's no books on it. Like, okay, yes, you can read a fucking parenting book, but you'll never understand what you go through. And I'm not a parent by any means, but you'll never understand what you go through until you do it and that's most things in life um you just have to be willing and my mom you know my mom raised me and she's been there for me since day one and um i never had a dad he left and um honestly you guys like and i never realized this for (laughs) many many years but it's really really affected me and I I didn't think it did I I just buried it and it never I don't know I I didn't think it bothered me I thought I accepted it I was okay with it but truth is I'm not and it still fucking agitates me like um it's just there it's always there and I don't know like I just use it to fuel me I guess but I just I could never do that to someone and, I, this isn't a poor me, I don't, I never needed a dad, like, my, I have an amazing mom, but what I'm saying is, is, like, I could never abandon my own like that, and the fact that I share blood with someone that has, uh, you know, arguably 50%, it, it eats at me, and I just, you know, maybe it shouldn't, because, again, these are choices we make, that, you know, like, I, I don't feel, like, I would never, ever fucking under any circumstances do that, but it's just the fact that it was done, and, you know, that's half of me, I guess, I just, I don't know, it's, it's mentally, it's, it's fucked with me, and it might always, but, um, again, like, that's just me being real with myself, it's me being real with you, that's what I believe people need to do, is just understand themselves and because we we battle so much we have so many stresses in our life we don't even realize and uh it's good to just open up and you know think about things and just under start to understand them and just put them into perspective and like you know that for example that doesn't dictate like because my dad left me does not mean i'm gonna leave my child but the fact is is that him leaving has had an impact on me and You know, you can read all the statistics you want about children growing up in single mother homes, you know, and they're they're ugly, right? And, but that doesn't, that doesn't determine your success or your failures, you know. You make those choices. And, yeah, they might not be in your favor. Your odds aren't in your favor, but at the same time, I like to defy statistics, especially when they're against me, when they're negative like that, you know. Like everyone, you know, nobody, nobody would think that you're capable of great things because of your, your upbringing, your childhood. But I swear those, (laughs) those are the best stories. And, you know, when people write you off that, that just means you need to double down. You need to work a little bit harder and, you know, and it's not it has nothing to do with them, it has everything to do with you, and for me, it's not about proving people wrong, let's say, it's about proving myself right, and just going after what I want, you know, and what I'm truly capable of, and, or even better, what I, I don't even know I'm capable of, like, that's, that's just, for me, like, that is what I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here, but I don't know, understanding that things affect us and you know in our past, dealing with them properly, but don't letting them limit you by any means, just understanding them simply, you know. So, and you know, and honestly, like and I, I think, um, I, it bugs me so much that, uh, my father left. Um, I think it bugs me because it's like I never, is. Because I I crave that, you know, and I... What I want to be to my kids is what I never had. And I think that's why it eats at me. I think that's... um, That is just... Fuck, I don't know, I'm just losing my words here. I think... Being a good dad is what I want to be now because I never had one. And... I don't know why it's like that. It just is. And I never I never had someone to do shit with me and to, to prepare me for the world, you know. And you you need a... I don't know if you should say need. I mean, I, I think, yes. I think biologically for us to grow up properly, we need, you know, you need both figures in your life. And... Um, it's not that it's not taking anything away from my mom. It's not taking anything away from my opportunities and my capabilities. It's just the truth. Like if I had that balance, if I had that um, discipline, if I had that, that male instinct, that elfiness that I'm trying to preach and I'm creating and I'm living by now, I would have been so much better off, you know, but I think everything, I know everything happens for a reason. And I think things happen for us not to us so you know given that circumstance my father leaving was probably the best thing that happened for my mom and I so it it sounds really weird it sounds contradictive but uh that I don't know those are my beliefs I guess at the end of the day I'm not sure so um yeah so I I I moved a lot when I was younger, like, my, my mom and I moved to Calgary when I was seven, uh, just her and I, and that was, <laughs> we lived there for six years, and that I went to, I think, I counted one day, it was like eight or nine schools, we moved a lot, and, you know, this is also an important foundation for me, I guess, and the way I think, the, the way I act, I guess, but my mom, you know, in Calgary, like, we, we struggled, and I would not change it ever, I would not, I would not change a thing, um, and we struggled, but I didn't know it, as a kid, you don't, you don't see these things, (laughs) parents are good at hiding them, I guess, and, like, you're just a kid, you're always, like, happy, and, you know, things are just positive, and, um, anyways, like, my, my mom raised me off seven bucks an hour, and there was a point that, you know, and this is not a poor me story by any means, this is just the truth, and, uh, I, I really appreciate, I truly appreciate my upbringing and my mom and everything she sacrificed. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad things weren't handed to me and there was no silver spoon, but, you know, so my mom raised me off seven bucks an hour and kids nowadays won't pump gas for 12. It's, I don't understand, you know, they, they don't have them to feed. They're 15. They just, you know, they just want to buy a case of beer and, you know, that, that's it. But my, my mom raised me seven bucks an hour and there like there was a time when like we lived in low income housing and uh, my bed was on soup cans and um i remember every two weeks thursday payday thursday <laughs> this, is, this is the fucking truth guys this is real uh we would get we would have ham sandwiches and uh Sam's fucking expensive i guess like i don't know um and that was like that was our treat and crazy like i i can't imagine what my mom went through during those times and the doubts she had and just everything else but I'm, i'm so glad she did i'm glad she never gave up and see like that just living that and just knowing what i know and what she went through and what she sacrificed for me. It's like I don't have those like everyone everyone has excuses and on reasons why they can't do shit, they can't achieve shit and they they point fingers, they place blame on everything but themselves. And for me knowing like all the struggles that, you know, or, or all the all the obstacles let's say that my mom had, you know, I don't even have those. I mean, I'm glad I have the experience, but like man I'm, I'm 23 and I don't have a kid to feed like uh, this will be another podcast probably but like I lived in my I lived in my car for a month <laughs> uh, I was homeless and this was like this was six months ago but you know kind of like I never but I only ever had one mouth to feed it was my own it was it's okay like and that's why I take risks and do all the shit I do now because I just I only have me to solely provide for right now. So, but I, I couldn't imagine having a child to feed and going, you know, just trying to fucking get by. Like for me, my goals are massive, but for her, her goal is just to just to live, and uh, that's just crazy. So I I'm so happy I have that in the back of my mind. I mean, we we as a team, I guess, overcame that, and uh, yeah, I mean, like they're not. Uh, she's not she's not well off now by any means but at least she's not <laughs> making seven bucks an hour trying to feed me i guess but so when i we moved back to we moved from regina to calgary when i was seven and then we moved back to regina when i was 12 i finished off a year and a half of elementary school and then i went to one high school for four years and that was it, no more change in school, so that was really good, and, but high school is, um, high school is, (laughs) I had a lot to say about high school, for me, it was just kind of, um, it wasn't good, and I don't, I think for most people it's not good, I think high school, I think the whole, I know the whole school system is completely fucking corrupt but um I won't get into that right now but high school I just I didn't really fit in with anyone I mean I played rugby for four years I was athletic but um I just didn't like I didn't fit in with anyone and I I don't know if I overly tried to but I think everyone just kind of everyone wants to fit in but I don't know I was just different like I didn't uh I didn't do the shit that most people did and I, um, I, I was not a good student because again, like school was just not, this is so hard cause I don't want to dive into these topics cause these are different podcasts that will take hours and hours to talk about. But, um, school was just really, irrelevant for me like it's it wasn't (laughs) wasn't needed and I when I was 15 I mean well from the time I was 12 I was working but when I was 15 16 in high school like I was working 40 hours a week I was dishwashing and I loved it I just loved working I was like fuck school like school sitting in a desk and learning shit that you don't want to know and and I mean it's not even truly learning it's reading out of a fucking book and that's not learning but it for me work was more important. I liked. I was like, if I work, I make money, and then I can buy shit. <laughs> so that made sense to me. So I I worked forty plus hours a week. I would I would work from five to one every night, and then um, uh, I was dishwashing. I was uh, doing lots of landscaping. I worked for an uh, eventplex. That was actually probably the best job because I got to see a lot of dope concerts. But um, like long nights and just work 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 and but I loved it I, um so I got 50s in school 50 60s <laughs> barely graduated 24 credits but like it wasn't because it was hard it was cuz I just didn't do it I did the for school my intentions were not on school I did the bare minimum to get by you know and up until like I was in honors math I love uh, I love math it's just I just get it um numbers are my thing I just um math was really easy for me, and I, I ended up, I was in honors math, but I dropped out in grade 10, I had my grade 12 math at the time, but, because it was just getting, uh, it, it was getting stupid in the sense that you didn't need it, it wasn't going to benefit me later on, and, um, I didn't enjoy it anymore, right, so when you don't enjoy things, you're probably not going to be good at them, and so I just, I was like, fuck this, I dropped out, like, um, uh, but, I, I had my math, I was fine, it's just, um, so I, I, I focused really just on work in high school, and then, uh, I, like, I had some friends, I have, and I still have them, some really, really good friends, um, but, yeah, high school was just kind of, and it's funny, because they're, like, I remember, uh, being told by teachers, and I think that was my biggest issue, was the teachers in school, because teachers, um, are very, first off, I mean, I had good teachers, and I had bad teachers, and I had teachers that really actually gave a shit, and would do lots of extracurricular activities, and, uh, like, they would They would always be there to help you. They're like, come see me in the morning, come see me at lunch, and they just want to help you. They want you to succeed. You know, the teachers that are actually on your ass and they're like, hey, hey, Ashton, you never handed that assignment in. Are you going to get it done? I'm like, ah, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll get it done. Yeah. And I I would actually get it done. Um, But then there's other teachers that, like, they're showing up late every day. They're fucking first out the door and nowhere to be seen. So, you know, because they don't give a shit about you. And that's not all teachers. Don't get me wrong. But. You have those teachers that they don't give a shit about you. They're they're just there for a paycheck, you know, but when you're just there for a paycheck and you're trying to provide education, which I don't, I don't think school honestly provides any education, but (laughs) any true, real, important, valuable education. But I, when you have people with the mindset that those teachers had where they don't give a fuck, I mean, you're not like worthy outcome and you can, you can see it. Um, I just, so yeah, that was, that was high school for me. And then fresh out of high school, uh, I joined a, I wanted to, again, I mean, I was just young and dumb and full of life, but, uh, I, I decided to get, I, I was kind of convinced, not convinced, but, um, I just decided based on the people that I was surrounded by, like, don't go to you know I didn't want to go to university I knew that right away and um um that was the best decision I ever made I guess but uh I started plumbing and I I ended up doing two well I went to so there's four plumbing terms and I did two and I plumbed for a few years um I I bought a house at 19 and the reason I was a plumber was because uh I don't know I, I liked figuring shit out I guess and I just I kind of was persuaded to pick a trade, right? Because if you don't go to university, then you need to be in a trade. So plumbing made sense to me, and I was told, <laughs> of course, that plumbers make good money and there's always a ton of work. So I was like, okay, like cool, I'll do that. And I like the hands-on, and uh, I mean it was fun, like, but I I learned after a few years. I'm like, no, like I am, you know, and I'm not cutting anyone down or anything. I just i was me personally i believe and i know that deep down i'm meant to be so much more than just you know an eight to five plumber and not that they're not important not that we don't need them it's just that's that's not me and i basically i don't know so honestly like at 19 um well i bought a house at 19 but at 20 so i I ended up going industrial so i was pipe fitting i was making 60 grand a year i owned a quarter million dollar house 19 or 20 years old bought it at 19 but i sold it at 20 anyways so at 20 you know and everyone's patting me on the back like everyone's proud of me like oh man like you've made it in life and at 20 i was like fuck this and i sold my house (laughs) quit my job and uh i made 46 grand off my house i did really good i mean that money's gone now but um (laughs) i i just I threw it all away, what everyone was congratulating me for, I threw it away, I was like, fuck this, like, I have the average 30-year-old's life, but I don't want it, I'm like, here you go, you can have it, and, uh, I just knew I was destined for so much more, and I had to go after things, and just, I had to, you know, fulfill me, I guess, and, uh, so I, I ended up moving to Kelowna, and, (laughs) it's funny, because in February, is uh, I forget what year it was now, but in February, I told, my mom and some friends I'm like yeah I'm moving to Kelowna in June and then (laughs) come March I moved to Kelowna (laughs) so again that's just kind of the person I am like I get an idea and I just like okay I'm fucking doing it and uh, I mean I didn't even I didn't even know where Kelowna was I found it on a map and actually my mom grew up there until she was like 12 from age from like age 6 to 12 she lived in Kelowna but um that's all I knew and I'd never seen it I'd never been there and oh sorry yawning and uh i was like fuck it i'm moving i found it on a map i googled some pictures it looked really pretty i'm like i'm going so uh and at the time uh i had a girlfriend named danny and uh we had just started dating and i told her i'm like i'm going and you're welcome to come but you know i don't blame you if you don't and uh she she's absolutely was on board and uh i'll give you the short version of this but she we moved we moved to Kelowna together and uh it was difficult I mean I had lots of money money wasn't an issue because I just sold my house and I kind of paid for everything but um I she got homesick and I kind of felt bad and I mean and maybe in a small small sense like I was homesick too but I wasn't gonna that wasn't the deciding factor like I wasn't just because I was homesick doesn't mean I'm uh ready to move back but Cause I was creating my home in Kelowna here, but so we moved back to Regina after two months, and then her and I lived together, and I was just miserable. And the goal was always to move back to Kelowna. And then, long story short, uh, we broke up, and I moved right back to Kelowna. <laughs> and uh, I mean, so I moved here twice, and I would move here again. Um, I just think it's beautiful, and I don't know. I it just it's home for me, and um, I. I love my own to death, and I I, you know, I I go see her every few months. But I mean, I can't live there. I can't live there in Regina. It's just to me that place is. There's a lot of things wrong with it, and um, I'm just much better suited in Kelowna. But uh, even even Kelowna, I think, will only be a part time home for me soon. I think uh, the goal is to, and I'll touch on this later. But the goal is to move down to the Cayman Islands and incorporate myself my financial business and really get my feet going build those connections cuz the Cayman Islands is just uh it's money capital so there's no there's no income tax there's no capital gains tax there's no property taxes uh um it's just everyone all the rich people park their money there and for me that's just like I'd be silly not to do it and um, I can't I'm the type of person that if I'm like again another podcast oh god this is frustrating there's all these side casts here but for example like our government this Canadian government is very fucking corrupt and I don't agree with 99% of the shit they do and for me I couldn't make 10 million dollars a year and that it will happen it's not if, it's when. So when I'm making ten million dollars a year and I have to give five away to the Canadian government to fucking fund the welfare bums that break into my car, for example, or this bullshit free health care we apparently have, but it's not fucking free and it's actually pretty shitty. But anyways, for me, I can't do that. I'm too stubborn. Like I won't make 10 million and give five away. I again I'd rather kill myself or even fucking pump gas like I don't I'm not gonna work my ass off to generate everything I want to give half of it away that I can't do it so anyways Cayman is just it just makes sense so as of right now that's the goal in the fall and then I mean I'll still come back to Kelowna for the for for the summers (laughs) because this place is the best for the summers but yeah, I'm I'm over the snow. I don't need snow. I, I can do business from the beach plus thirty. Um, that's that's okay with me. Um, so yeah, a little bit more like I I know this podcast is kind of dragging on maybe, but um, s- last November I drove down to uh, last October last October sorry I drove down to California and I um, basically. I just went, and, uh, I had a good time, I, I spent two weeks, I drove down to LA, and basically came back up, and what had happened is, uh, I just seen a lot of things, and it really helped, like, I don't know, I, I don't really like California, but, uh, I enjoyed the trip, I enjoyed just the experience, but anyways, so right after that, I got back, and, uh, well, and the reason I kind of went to Cali actually was because I was homeless and I, I had uh, I had no money, but um, I had a little bit of credit left, and I just kind of I was homeless. I was living in my Audi, so I was like, "Well, oh, fuck it." I'm. <laughs> it was getting colder. So I, I, was like, "Okay, I'll drive down to California," and, uh, but I ended up coming back and, um, yeah, like so I had been trading money and. What had happened is, I uh, I was trading money and all my all my credit because I had like I had a big credit card I had a lot of credit and uh, an overdraft and basically they were all maxed out <laughs> and I was living off my trading account and what had happened is the market dipped uh, more than I thought it would and then I had to try to cover my ass at the bottom and. I ended up blowing my account and at the time um that was my, own, my was my income source was my was my trading account and it's the funny thing is is so and this was like maybe try to remember it was right at the start of December and uh so I <laughs> fuck so I, I was making and it I was making eleven hundred dollars a day trading and I was like fuck this is awesome and uh, I was looking at Penthouse Suites when I got back to Kelowna i was like this is great and literally blew my account and was like holy fuck like not only did i lose uh about 15 grand um that was my only income like and then i had all this debt i'm like oh my god and uh so (laughs) i didn't know what to do and i was kind of uh i really fucked myself up i mean i um it was such a good learning experience now thinking back, but at the time I'm like, I didn't know what to do. Like I thought I was gonna have to kill myself. like I had no money and all this debt. I didn't know what to do. And, uh, I, I got my, I got my debt consolidated or, uh, a proposal, I guess. And so, um, that's all taken care of. And I, I started bartending, uh, back in January and I actually really enjoy it. And, um, that's just what I do to pay my bills. But, like, uh, as I build everything else, I guess. But, uh, you know, I started bartending and uh, making that cash every day. I, I've paid off. I, I've set myself up now. And I, um, it didn't, it only took a few months to get myself back on my feet once I had the right mindset and the right things in place. But, um, oh, I got my, I got my car repossessed. And I mean, I, I might have been able to keep it, but I didn't want to. And I, I think that was such a big such a such a great experience too was getting my car repoed because it was just uh, it put it, it put in perspective the important things in life and like I didn't need a $700 a month Audi payment and I ended up just buying um $700 car from a friend at work and like it's it, it's rough as fuck but <laughs> gets me from point A to point B and right now that's all I need and I mean I, I love cars and don't get me wrong i have a, a few a few nice cars but um right now I mean that's not important to me it's just banking cash and getting to work kind of thing and building my other ship. but um it's really humbling I guess I don't know if that's the right word but when you when you lose your nice shit and then you have to have just shit you're like okay you know and what what someone could say rock bottom I guess but you know I had I had tons of pride just like telling people like yeah I got my car repoed like I was I was happy (laughs) And then, you know, because my, my one Audi payment is the same as this one fucking... I bought this whole car, right? And, like, like the car, I can sell it for what I paid, you know, any day. And it's reliable and it does the trick and I just love it. Like, it's just... I, I own it. Nobody can take it away from me. So, that's kind of... I don't know. that That's my perspective on it. And, uh... Just hitting rock bottom like that and just losing everything... Um it's so scary, but it's so important. And I, you hear a lot of, well, cause I, I successful people and, uh, I've done it for so long. Cause that's kind of, like I said, I, I haven't found people that I can really relate to. So what I've done for the last couple of years is just find them on social media and, you know, learn from them kind of thing and kind of, you know in a in a weird way surround myself with them and just their information right and that's kind of what shaped me but uh hitting rock bottom was so important and you hear a lot of stories from these successful people like where they that's kind of where they they hit rock bottom and then they just they just go up from there and it's it's becomes important you know and the, the greatest successes usually have the 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 craziest failures and uh you're just like holy fuck how do they overcome that? And for me it's just I think about other people that I that I know of, like successful people, let's say that I don't know personally, but I just know their stories and I'm just like fuck like if they got through that, I can get through this, like no, no problem. So uh understanding that I think is huge and just you know, you can get over anything. It's whether you <laughs> I'm giving you lots of fucking cliche terms here, but it's the truth like whether you think you can or you can't, you're probably right, and uh, just embracing my struggle and knowing where where I am and where I could go is just what fuels me. And you know, don't ever give up on yourself. Don't you, you can accomplish anything, and even when it's fucking ugly, and you know, you you don't you don't see you getting out or getting ahead. Uh, just have faith and just put your head down and honestly, you will. You'll get through it. You can get through anything. And uh, I want to be kind of just uh, a source of of help for people, right? Like when people don't, you know, they don't necessarily have entire faith in themselves. You know, I just want to be behind them and be like, "Yes, you can. You can get through this. You will. You got this." because that's something i never really had and um i think that 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 can do tremendous for people is just being that voice in their ear and just you know kind of like the pat on the ass and just being like no like you got this like head up you know you you got it keep going um so i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap this up because this is fucking dragging on i'm losing my voice but so just a, a little bit more shit about me um Again, like uh, currently, I'm just bartending and trading, uh, building up my account, building up my my marketing foundations, I guess, and just trying to get everything in order mentally and and physically. But also, I love bodybuilding, and that'll probably be um, another kind of important aspect of this podcast. Maybe, maybe a little bit, um, but like just health and bodybuilding and and fitness uh first off bodybuilding is not healthy but i'm not touching on that right now but um bodybuilding is something i really enjoy it's it's something i've done for literally 10 plus years i remember my friends would they'd they'd phone and they'd be like you want to hang out and i'd be like yeah but i i gotta work out so they would come over and i'd i had my shitty 15 pound dumbbells i bought at a garage sale (laughs) i'd be like doing curls while we're hanging out i don't know i just like working out and uh i just have this dream body that i want to build and um that's just that's just me but uh so yeah other things I love again like financial management is just that's my bread and butter like that's uh that is where I shine uh honestly you know and this is going to this is going to make people uncomfortable but (laughs) there's no doubt in my mind like I want you know at my at my peak let's say or whatever you want to call it in the next like 30 years, 20 years, I don't know, Uh, I want a billion dollars, yes, a billion, with a fucking B, a billion dollars in asset management, and just making making people more money, you know, rich people, poor people, everyone, you know, just being the best friends in life make you money, and (laughs) I just want to be that one, and... Uh, just do as much as I can for people and not just financial management, but any other sort of guidance I can do or anything, any sort of value I can bring to people, you know, and that is, for me, that's key is I just want to be as valuable as I can in the areas I can be for the right people. And again, uh, for me, it's super important is just personal development. Me always getting better. I read a lot and, um, just learning, growing, and I think people don't do that enough. Um, they they definitely don't. Statistically, they don't. And I just see it like taking the time to just uh, to read or, or write out your thoughts or ideas, uh, or to to just learn. You know, podcasts, anything. Just learn from people that you idolize. I guess. Uh, just just developing yourself, become better. That's why every day I try to be better. I try to I try to. Improve my body, improve my mind, improve everything, and I think that's crucial to living like a, the good life. Because you're always trying to better yourself, you're always getting better. It always gives you purpose and goals, and because you can always learn and you can always be better. So I, I think that is what you literally should do, and um, and again, just. Providing for certain people in my life, the people that are close right now, the people that will become close, um, just being that that person that they can count on, and not just financially or by any means, but just that, just a person of fucking value, you know, the person that can give them, you know, and not everyone deserves a shit, not everyone, but the right people that do, you know, um, and like, like I give you know, I trust, mm, I don't know, trust, I give everyone the opportunity of trusting them until they, until they're unable to be trusted, but, um, just, I, I want to be able to, fuck, I'm just rambling now, it's 2.54 in the morning, but I want to be the person, I am the fucking person that you can call, you know, at three in the morning and just be straight up and just be like, hey, like, I I don't know about this or, you know, if you're having, like, bad thoughts or, you know, insecurities are overwhelming you or whatever, you know, phone me. Like, my my phone's always on and, you know, so there's, like, that area or just, like, you need someone to help you with your business or your marketing or, you know, just someone to talk to about anything. Like, I want to be that person and just become so valuable that people just kind of they're just attracted to me in that sense like they just know that i'm caring and i'm giving and i'm there for them you know and because ideally that's what i want from others right i want people that i can count on and phone up at three in the morning you know people that give me the shirt off their back like and you know to to acquire what you want you have to put out so that's exactly what I'm doing anyways I'm gonna wrap this up uh it's an hour and 21 minutes holy fuck um so this is the first one uh sorry if I rambled a lot actually I'm not that sorry because that's gonna happen it's my first podcast it's scary but um I like the thrill I like I like doing new shit I like being shitty at first because in three years from now people are gonna be like holy fuck you know you're so lucky or you're so talented and it's like no i just put the work in right which is all you need to do really so that's that guys um yeah i'm probably gonna drop i don't know i I, i've been thinking i'm probably gonna drop a podcast every week or maybe i'll just pick a day uh i gotta figure out all my platforms i'm gonna put it on and how to market it well not market it but just get it out there and promote it i guess um so i gotta i gotta get all that shit done in order but so by the time you listen to this i'll probably have a set schedule set platforms and yeah i'll just keep you posted and i got so much information and value to bring to you guys like I, i have a whole fucking list here of just very important controversial topics that will change your life if you you know if you if you apply them, and you can just kind of grasp what I'm saying a bit. And uh, anyways, take care. You'll hear from me soon. See you guys.